0: Hey guys, welcome
1: to the craziness.
0: <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, we don't have the old man here, otherwise known as SCU, um, but you have me, Saki, and you have our friend over there. Squiddy. I am.
2: Yeah. I am. I am the squid, and um, if anybody's near a Dairy Queen, I get their Alaskan cod fish sandwiches while you can, because God, they're delicious.
1: I'm. Okay, um, I don't know what to tell you about that, <laughs> so I guess, sure. Um, anyways, um, so today, I mean, we may not have our, our wonderful old man, but we have an exciting show for you today. Um, today's drawing stream is actually, um, unfortunately we didn't get any requests, but we are going to draw um, this picture I found on Google of Yuna who's from Final Fantasy X, so that's going to be our main focus on tonight, drawing-wise. I'll talk to you guys later about the character and whatever as we go on, but I know we have an itinerary to stick to. Uh, (laughs) Shut up. Anyways, so definitely stay tuned. We might be streaming, hopefully, no more than an hour, an hour and a half, but, you know, we're going to have too much fun with this, so just tune in and have fun. Um, There was something else. Oh, we're going to also be doing some commercial breaks because we need to like rest our voices and stuff. So try to be with us as we try to kick in those commercials and try to figure out the stuff. We're still working out the kinks, but no worries. We'll get through them like always. So the first thing on tonight's topic is, that's right, the fall of the Oklahoma Thunders. The other night, the finals, (sighs) (laughs) actually, what's funny was that there was a bet going on between Squiddy and SCU, and so I I want you to talk about that, Squiddy, before we get into what exactly happened with the Thunders.
2: Okay, now, as listeners may know, I've had a staunch opinion, which almost became fact, thank you, Oklahoma City, that the Warriors despite their success, despite all the records, despite the 73 wins, wouldn't get to the NBA Finals. Well, they had a fairly easy time the first couple of rounds. Then came Oklahoma City, who had a 3-1 lead. Billy Donovan, great coach, he was practically a godsend up here in my neck of the woods because of his back-to-back championships at University of Florida. His whole mishap with nearly being the head coach of the Magic. And it turned out that he got out not only at the right time, but with the right team. Made all kinds of adjustments, played small ball, and had players like uh, KD and Russell Westbrook to really step up. However, they could not close. I had my original prediction that the Warriors weren't going to win 73. They did. I had my prediction that the Spurs would beat the Warriors in five. Well, Oklahoma City prevented that. And I was thinking that that was going to be pretty comfortable given the situation. But then I also reminded myself this wasn't San Antonio. So I figured it was going to be seven games, but Oklahoma City would move on. KD would get another crack at LeBron. All will be right in my universe. (laughs) Not so... Yeah, then the end of Game 7 happened, and there was hero ball on both sides. The only problem was only one team was making shots consistently. So as the case was in Game 5 and in Game 6, near, or even sometimes even including, double-digit leads by the Thunder disappeared, and the Warriors became the first team since 1981 To come back from 3-1 down (laughs) to win a series. (laughs) Now, you know my level of confidence in these kinds of things, right? I do know your level of confidence. (laughs) So, I was thinking this was so in the bag that in between broadcasts, I placed a little bit with SCU. Originally, he was going to shave his head. But then, thankfully, you, Saki, being the wise woman you are, realized, if by some chance I lost, I would have to shave mine, and the epic hair goes nowhere. I know. That's, (laughs) no. That's just, no.
1: (laughs) The epic hair goes nowhere. It doesn't matter who it is for.
2: Exactly. That's just, uh, no. That, mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Hard limit. So
1: we were (laughs) going around and... I know that that reference. Continue. Continue. (laughs) So we were going around and
2: we were coming up with different ideas of different bets. And we had settled on something, at least on his end. So I figure I wouldn't have to worry about coming up with anything for myself. It's in the bag. Oklahoma City's got it. And then they didn't. And now I want to smack people again. (laughs) So that happened. Well, I
1: can tell you what he wanted you to do. Because we Uh-oh. were discussing this last night after um, we were, you know, hearing the game and whatever. And we have decided that you need to yodel.
2: Um. <laughs> yodel? Yo. <laughs> yodel. <All right>. Yodel. Yodel. <laughs> right, right here now? Uh, sure. Sure. Uh, uh, SCU you better be listening to this. Ole, 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 ole,
0: ole. 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 Ole, ole,
1: Okay. <laughs> Let me regroup here for a
0: minute.
2: Oh, that was good. I, I fulfill my bets with gusto. I, I am a man of my word. <laughs> and while I am not in the pleasantest or inebriated of positions right now, a bet's a bet. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> Anyways, so I know that we've been discussing many times on our previous show, especially the ones before we started the live streams, um, that you were in strong faith that, and so was I, that the Golden State Warriors were going to go nowhere near the finals. In fact, Mm -hmm. we actually thought that they weren't ready enough or mature enough to reach that point. So I'm just curious on how you felt when you were seeing the Golden State Warriors, regardless of the bet, how you feel about them now facing the Cavs. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I think I may have to change that idea because I don't feel that the Cavs are ready for this team to play against. I don't feel that the motivation they have and the, the desire... Not even the skilled and the teamwork in the Cavs is able to beat the Golden State Warriors.
2: Well, there are a lot of things in place for Cleveland right now. A lot of speculation, a lot of rumors, probably going to be true. We'll find out as the summer goes on and as we head to October about who's really going to take over and be behind the bench in Cleveland. Odds are... That will be LeBron being the first player coach since Bill Russell in 1969. He wants that motivation because after all this time, he left to win a ring. He came back, has had Gilbert's ear forgiven Cleveland for the horrible treatment that they gave him for leaving and said, I'm coming back, I'm coming home. And he wants to, for the sake of the town and for his own legacy, to win another ring. Kevin Love, who, let's be honest, he was the man in Minnesota. He came to Cleveland, huge chemistry issues. He, all, of of a sudden, yes, yes. Yeah, all of a sudden, he started stepping up. He is being the player that is making a play and is deserving a potential max, max contract of his own. Because let's face it, money is a huge factor. Mm -hmm. And the biggest difference between last year's team and this year's team, they're healthy. They've got Kyrie Irving, they've got Smith, they've got Jefferson, they've got Fry, they've got LeBron, they've got Love, and hopefully nothing happens early on in this series as it did last year. But a team that really wasn't healthy and pushing players to play 45, 48 minutes a night, LeBron having a strict ritual of liquids and diet and cryogenic chambers in between games to get himself ready, that's much less necessary. And the fact that with all of that, LeBron wants revenge, just like Oklahoma City had their motivation. There's motivation there. And with the title of this team, it's going to be another long series, and I think Cleveland's ready to get another crack.
1: Interesting, interesting. I know that these games, these next seven games that are, hopefully not seven, but these next games that are coming up for the finals, um, I I feel like we're going to see either overtime or really close calls for one of these two teams. Um, before they win any national championship or any trophy, of that matter. So, I'm just curious how much you think, like, what would you be the score? Would it be like a, um, would it be 4-3 or something like that for you? Like, who do you think would come out on top, and how many wins would they have to come out with that?
2: I would say Cleveland in a seven-game series, and here's why. Mm -hmm. You know, Golden State loves a three-point shot. We know that especially when they're hot, Cleveland falls in love with a three-point shot. The thing is, Golden State is a little bit more tired. They played one extra game in the first round, one extra game in the second round, and they actually played one extra game, all compared to Cleveland, in the conference finals. The reason why I say it would take seven games is because... Golden State has home court, as sad as I have to say that. That's true. So, it's going to be harder for the Cavaliers to travel across three time zones to go all the way out west. But, so, while they're a little bit more rested, they can do what Oklahoma City did, take game one, possibly game two. But, that traveling back and forth is going to wear on them a little bit since they haven't really had to travel like that for a while. And with the tempo that they play, Golden State is going to want to keep it up. They're going to want to go up and down the court because that's what got them here. So if the onus is on Cleveland upon play more of that defensive half-court style to slow it back down and not fall in love with the three-point shot or easy shots like Oklahoma City did. It's going to take a couple of games to adjust to that, so don't be surprised if either side gets out to a 2-0 lead. It's going to start evening out, and you're going to see a lot of lower-scoring games you had in the Western Conference Finals and that's going to pan out to a seven-game series. You're going to be hard-pressed to get either team to get to 100 points, much at all, during the finals.
1: Interesting. Um, I think that you are correct that um, with the traveling and everything. That's definitely going to wear on them. Um, but I do think that the Golden State Warriors are getting a little bit tired. Now, do I think that that's going to affect their play entirely? I don't know. I am thinking about changing that idea of them not winning um, regardless of chemistry this year the Cleveland Cavaliers really got into the playoffs by the skin of their neck and in their past games they've been getting by their skin of the neck so has Golden State but Golden State seems to be like that young rowdy team and as I told you the rock star attitude at this point if we're looking at Cleveland Cavaliers who are really not that chemistry-oriented and are already figuring out that they need to work together and not work separately and individually and not play hero ball, as you say, they're going to have a tough time facing against the um, Golden State Warriors because these this team already has a chemistry set in place. It's just their attitude that um, is going to get them to the finals. For Cleveland, I really have serious doubts. And what, regardless of what happens to this year, um, it has to be known that LeBron really needs to win this championship. Mm-hmm. He really needs to win this championship because this might be the start of his ending career. Because if he's already mm-hmm. transferring to player coach, that's only meaning that his time for ending and putting up that jersey is coming closer and closer. And Cleveland needs to realize either we start cheering for someone else or we start asking questions. And either oh. or always bad.
2: Oh, okay. I want to go back to a couple of things. Number one, what do you mean by when Cleveland got here by the skin of their teeth?
1: I mean, I, from what I remember watching this this season,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I kept seeing Cleveland kind of wobbly. And like a baby deer not able to stand on its own two feet sometimes. And... From that, my feeling about the Cleveland team is, and I'm kind of biased because, I mean, I'm from Miami, so I'm I'm a little biased on that one. I will admit it. But from what I see, they're not strong enough in my eyes. And when they were playing with the Toronto Raptors, they were really close in, in trying to win that series. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's, um, it's just too too much closeness for, for what for what I'm seeing it.
2: Well, I'll, I'll stop you there because, and while I do agree with that, it's also, and I'm going to have to bring up the West versus East situation. Mm-hmm. Look at the standings in the Western Conference. Golden State turned out to be a notch above San Antonio, who was two notches above Oklahoma City, who was pretty much on par with everyone else. Mm-hmm. We can agree. Correct. With the East, while you had a closer to mediocrity, I mean, Cleveland won right around a little more than 55 games, give or take, the East was actually more competitive in that sense, especially with them in Toronto. It was neck and neck. While, yes, they were one or two notches above everyone else. That's why Cleveland was able to start the playoffs 10 and 0. They were still way above, and everybody was saying, okay, it's up to everyone in the East to chase Cleveland. That's how it turned out. It was up to Toronto to try to chase Cleveland. They barely missed out just by, like, two games, and that's why it was a long series. But at the end, they're still Cleveland. They were still dominating. So... Yes, while they were wobbly, they were trying to get their feet under them. Let that happen, but then once everything clicks, everything's going to take off. And about Golden State, there's a bit of chemistry, but in seeing a lot of interviews, watching that game, it's taking someone having a big night. Draymond Green here. Klay Thompson in the third, fourth quarter run here. Steph Curry here. And there's no real cohesiveness. And there's slowly, at least from everything I'm seeing, a lot of dissension. And that's pointing towards Steph Curry because he's becoming one of the faces of the league. He's the face of their franchise. But he's just one of three or four great players players on that team yet all the notoriety is going towards him and if with some of those guys they play with them they go along they work together for the common goal of lifting the trophy but over six months that starts to set in and that can create some issues i think oklahoma city to an extent expose that psychology i think cleveland can too
1: Interesting, very interesting. Now, that's very important factor if Cleveland wants to win the series, which, uh, knowing Cleveland, too, they could, but I still might change my idea that Golden State will win the championship this year again. But that, All is, right. that is just I- my opinion. That's my two cents in it. <laughs>
0: All
1: right, so next topic is about hockey. Unfortunately, I don't know hockey except for the fact that everybody pretty much beats each other up, and they either end up with... Um, broken teeth, or
0: black eyes. Ones. Yeah, that missing happens. ones. Or missing ones. There
1: you go. There you go. So um, I'm actually going to turn this one on you because you're talking about the Stanley Cup finals and game one. So go ahead and take the show.
2: Yes. I have come a long way from throwing electronic objects across the room as my dear beloved Panthers lost again in the first round to the Islanders. No. Uh, oh, Yes. Thankfully, a lot of off-season signings, and I'll be prepared to cheer them on getting a new jersey and hopefully not throwing things again, because when people ask you why you're throwing a $500 phone across the Jesus. room, you don't want to have to explain yourself. <laughs> you paid $500 for a phone? Well, close to it. It was more like almost $400, because I got it for Black Friday, oh but, my God. well, yeah. Okay. Anyways... The the price of the phone is not important. What's important (laughs) is this. That you threw the phone. Look, again, I was upset. It's not often that the Panthers score 100 points in the season, and it's really not often that they get to the playoffs, and it's really not often that they lose in double overtime to a team, and I have to hear one of my friends rub it in my face on a repeated basis as if I didn't want to punch him already. (sighs) Deep breath. Alas. That was a long time ago, and the 16 teams battling it out have now been whittled down to two. Last night, the Pittsburgh Penguins, in their first Stanley Cup Finals appearance since they won the title back in 09 against the San Jose Sharks, a team that, after nearly a quarter century in the NHL, reached the Stanley Cup Final for the first time ever. Pittsburgh, thanks to a late third period goal, took Game 1 on home ice. Last night, 3-2. Game 2 is tomorrow. This was a series that I kind of didn't expect to happen, and here's why. If you go back to the All-Star game in their new format, which the four divisions played each other, the Central Division was a heavy favorite. Chicago, trying to go for back-to-back cups, their third in six years. The Dallas, with a loaded team best offense in the league, St. Louis, hungry for their first Stanley Cup final appearance since 1970, you had Nashville, Minnesota, the list goes on, well, they were somewhat upset by the Pacific Division, who went on to win the tournament, now the Pacific Division, while Chicago, winners of two of the last four Stanley Cups, the other two were the Los Angeles Kings who have alternated back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And with the likes of Anaheim, with stars like Getzlaff, great goaltending, stumbled out of the gate but wound up winning the division, everyone thought that San Jose, a perennial contender, would be left behind. Lo and behold, after beating St. Louis in six games in the Western Conference Finals, after surviving a bit of a gauntlet, and thanks to Chicago and L.A. both being eliminated in the first round, here they are. And with guys like uh, Pavelski and Joel Thornton, they have two of the longest droughts in NHL history. They have combined to play nearly 3,000 NHL games, more than 300 in the playoffs, and this is their first first appearance in the Stanley Cup finals with Pittsburgh you have Sidney Crosby the kid the next great one number 87 this is his 11th season unfortunately some of it has been plagued the long-standing concussion issues but everyone thought myself included he would have more than one cup by now fortunately that's not the case so you're seeing two very hungry teams one of which in Pittsburgh, who was relying on a 22-year-old goalie and Matt Murray, who's won, including last night, all of 21 games in his career. He's had a sensational playoff run. This is going to be a very exciting series. Either way, something's got to give. I didn't see this coming, but this is either going to be redemption for Sidney, Or San Jose in a miracle finally winning it all. (laughs) I love how you're just so upset about
1: this. (laughs) Again, I'm not much of a hockey person. All I know is that when I went to the hockey game, it was for the (laughs) Panthers, ironically. Um, We, my dad and I, saw Mm -hmm. people
2: getting beat up. (laughs) Oh, I remember. None of the play, don't, not the fact that they have a Hall of Famer in your army or Yager. You just remember the beating up and the fights. Yeah. And how cold it's, it was.
1: How cold it was too. That was. Important. We have
2: to realize NHL regulations state that the ice has to be kept at twenty-two degrees. Of course, it's going to be cold. Oh my God!
1: <laughs> now, now you're getting too mathematical, Eric. Now we're getting too <laughs> mathematical. What did I tell you about math? What did I tell you about math?
2: Well, I did convert it into metric. If you want math, I could have easily done that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Sure. Sure. I'm just give the Panthers a chance, especially now. Great young talent, making some trades. They got Yager. Thankfully, you're missing out on a division champion team. I haven't been able to say that much. (laughs) Hey, Eric. Yeah, yeah. You know hockey. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Actually,
1: you know what? You and Steven know hockey, and no, maybe not Steven because he he's not he doesn't really watch hockey. But he knows you and him know NFL and the inside arena thing, right? And I know baseball. I know something you guys don't know.
0: Wait,
2: right. <laughs> baseball. Mm, hate to break it oh my god I I
1: can't win I can't win with you (laughs) I win all the time with the old man but I cannot win with you Hmm. no 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 anyways next topic so I saw here that you put global warming and what's very funny about this is that I was telling our old man off because 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 of this very same topic Mm-hmm. Because I was discussing him about the, I believe it was the Florida Everglades. And mm-hmm. he, said, he said something about the savannas, and if I really look into it, I can probably tell you exactly what it was. Okay. But he he said something to the effect of how humans were not really affecting the, the destruction of savannas and other ecosystems, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Something to that effect. I know it was something to that effect.
2: Someone of a huh?
1: Uh-huh, exactly. And so I, I pretty much went on a rant because I was telling him that let's not even talk about the savannas. Let's talk about the Everglades.
0: Mm-hmm. You do
1: not know that it costs billions of dollars to restore the Everglades, not even to its former glory, before we mm. entered and took many of its space to build highways, reservations, housing, and the likes of that. Yay, humans.
2: Plus, them with the wetlands mitigation project, exactly. yes. that is a total joke. Yes. Total joke.
1: Yes. That's what I was... Um, I don't know if I should make these eyes bigger or not. Anyways. I was telling him that the ecosystems within the Florida Everglades... And this is just one ecosystem, because you know that there's billions... Not billions, but thousands of ecosystems in this world... Of the ecosystem within the Everglades is very special because it's so delicate that mm-hmm. m- that even the slightest change affects it. And so I was telling him that one of the things that we we at Floridians, especially me, may, not so much you, Eric, because you live all the way up north. Um, fortunately for me, I live s- south, which is close to the water.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: In probably the next ten to twenty years, Florida, South Florida, will no longer be here. It would be underwater. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is that our government, our local government, is prepping prepping itself because it knows that we're not going to be here in the next ten to twenty years. Can you? First of all, let's think about that. And each year we see the waters rising from our oceans' levels, uh, and we actually see them see it closing into us on the sands and in fact if you go to i believe it's south beach or miami i'm not sure which one but i know i saw it there's barriers and sandbags because the water reaches that inshore that like that much inshore
2: yeah we have uh have had similar issues in the last couple of years up here with the beach erosion and beach restoration and things like that thank you mr snakehead (laughs) snakehead uh, and, and, and think about it, Governor Rick Scott. Oh yes, look don't talk him. to me about that. <laughs> yeah, look, look at him closely <laughs> and tell me. Look me in my eyes and say that he does not look like some sort of albino snake.
1: No, he. You know who he looks like?
2: Voldemort. Kinda. Take away his nose and I'll buy it. Yeah. Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort.
1: And you know what it is? Is that Let's not even let's not even get to politics because we're actually gonna get into that very soon after after we finish here with this global warming business or global climate change. I was explaining okay. to Stephen that the Everglades is most likely part of the solution into mm-hmm. avoiding that entire submerging
2: submerge that's about to happen to us. Hey, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, with as you said yourself. The, there is a very fine line for the Everglades to maintain homeostasis.
1: Yes, very fine line. Very and, fine line.
2: And with the part of that, you look at other situations, not just here in the state. You have the Everglades, places like Okeechobee, the area surrounding the Ichetucknee, But another classic example... You're probably going to have to dance with me a bit on here. London.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: When London was originally created, especially around the area that's now Trafalgar Square, that was nothing but swampland. Terrible. Uninhabitable. We'll look at what humans did and look at the climate and everything that's facing with parts of Europe.
1: Mm -hmm. That's very true.
2: Right. Similar situation is happening in South Florida and... You're absolutely right. Everybody's talking about the rising sea levels because of climate change and the greenhouse gases and et cetera, et cetera, encompassing and swallowing up most of Florida. You're gonna get it first.
0: Oh, yeah, up <laughs> here
2: in Jacksonville, it's we've got another couple of decades, but as you say Politics is going on to where that's completely avoided, but with South Florida, you're unique in the fact that you have a bigger advantage. Not to mention the fact that with the floral and the fauna, Mm -hmm. that part of the ecosystem, you have all of these other creatures for the animal ecosystem that's getting equally as devastating. So, it's kind of a double-edged sword, but if you can fix one part of that problem and at least mitigate a second, South Florida can easily be fine. Plus, if you use some of the algae or have waters, guess what? You get that algae, biofuel, next thing you know, you don't have to worry about oil and any of this pollution anymore.
1: Exactly exactly I I I'm, and I was explaining that to him and and I, and I want to stress the importance that Mother nature will always find a way to regulate itself. It may mm-hmm. not be the fastest way though. It may not be the fastest way but look at these temperatures and these de- do you know that we are having the first tropical depression all right check this out the first tropical depression and it's we're not even in the season the season starts tomorrow. And this tropical depression was already happening about a week or so ago. And it's already heading to North Carolina. You tell me North Carolina needs to worry about hurricanes.
2: And, And that's the thing. And I actually had to monitor this because I had some friends traveling up to a convention in Atlanta going to Lakeland. so me being a part of the team keeping an eye on the weather, I see, first of all, this was already tropical depression number two.
1: Look at that, not tro- And for those of you guys who don't understand, this says a lot because for maybe for North Carolina, who's never really been touched by a hurricane or anything like that or tropical uh... Well, in the last like 40 years, okay, let's and like before uh... before Hurricane Sandy. Wait, give me a minute. Right? I'm doing like two things at once. At one.
2: Trust me, I live in Jacksonville. We're on that friendly, comfortable curve where if a storm does not head due west right at us, it turns. It takes that curve. (laughs) Guess what's on the end of that curve? The Carolinas. They get hit more often than you think, and we have to hear about it. Trust me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But the point is that this is not something that at least my generation is not used to seeing. We've been known mm-hmm. to, like, honestly, I've when I've been growing up, I've always noticed that South Florida, um, mm-hmm. and the parts of the Gulf, which is like Louisiana and in mm-hmm. that area around as well, we're the ones that get hit the most, and we're the ones who are always being stressed. Be careful for hurricanes. Watch out for hurricanes oh, yeah. and flooding. Do this and that. I don't. I I I can't tell personally because I've never really been to North Carolina, South Carolina, whatever. But this idea that, that as more and more days go by and years go by, we're seeing mm-hmm. different fluctuations and climate changes that are not really supposed to be happening in the sense of, like, relatively. And what I mean by relatively, mean, I mean, like, for example, in this tropical depression, we're not normally ready to see... Um, Tropical depressions already so early in the season, and the season hasn't even started. And this leads me to my next point, because I strongly believe that in global climate changes, that Florida and many of the countries that are being that are get affected by hurricanes, I don't think that we're going to see um, a hurricane in the season. I strongly believe we're going to see it somewhere around. Uh, let's see hurricane season ends around i believe in november if i'm not mistaken
2: end of november yes end of
1: november we're gonna probably see it sometime december january or even february of next year the strongest hurricane i strongly believe that we're gonna get something that's out of season
2: well i'm going to agree that it's going to happen out of season but as a semi-amateur meteorologist And someone who loves to dabble and keep track of these things. Ever since I was a kid, growing up and I even have one of my good friends. She survived Andrew. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. So think about this. What is one of the main factors that keeps a hurricane strong? Um,
1: hot and cold air pressure systems.
2: Don't judge. Don't judge. Part? No. Part of it. Uh, The low and high pressure systems determine where it goes. But what what matters as far as strength and intensity, warm waters.
0: Right.
2: Look at storms like Katrina. That was initially small. But then, as it got closer and closer to the Gulf, especially New Orleans, Mm -hmm. it hit warm water. Now, we're talking about 70, 80 degrees. Mm
0: -hmm. You
2: saw what happened. That thing not only exploded, but your first you were talking about a 1. Then the next update a couple hours later, Category 2, Category 3, Category 4. This is honestly what kept Bonnie, and yes, it was a named tropical storm for a while, going. That patch of water from around outside, of the going from the coast from Orlando... Up past the border into Georgia right about where it was you're talking 80 degrees
0: mm-hmm.
2: you have a storm that it hits that warm water it's gonna grow it's going to intensify now luckily it was moving fast enough 13 14 miles an hour so it didn't hover in those waters that long and it was able to weaken but say if it was only about 20 to 50 miles farther south. Instead of talking about a tropical depression or a trop- barely a tropical storm, now you're potentially talking about a Category 1, possibly with that speed of Category 2. So while you're likely to have stuff happen out of season, look at the storms in season. You're going to have a significant increase of Category 3s, Category 4s, Category 5s, And if this really gets unchecked within the next 25, 30 years, you're going to see the first ever, if not multiple, Category 6 hurricanes. Jesus.
1: It's like today after tomorrow, but worse.
2: Yeah. Oh, trust me. I have spent a lot of time, probably something not psychologically healthy, looking at a lot of apocalyptic scenarios and a lot of things of what could happen if climate change were to be unchecked. Now, granted, We can't control if a neutron star comes our way and destroys the planet in 75 years. I am so
1: happy that you said that. That makes me feel so much
2: better about my lifetime. (laughs) We can't control the fact... Well, now, that was one of those hypothetical scenarios. Chances of that are remote. Chances are remote of a gamma ray burst. We as a human race won't be around in a billion years when the Earth starts to get uncomfortable as we're slowly being swallowed up by the sun. However... However, there are two things that we can control. One, I'm not going to mention because I don't want to add to your already existing fears, and I have strange ideas about you and clowns.
1: Oh, my God. I do hate clowns.
2: Yes, which is why, never mind. But, (laughs) yeah, we had a conversation about that. But one of the things that we can control is that, which I won't mention right now, and climate change. While it is universally accepted that the Earth, over thousands of years, tens of thousands of years, goes through natural cycles of warming and cooling, and it was just as recent as ten years ago, where they were talking about the North Atlantic Oceanic conveyor belt shutting down and plunging us into a big freeze, in part due to climate change, it's a real threat on both sides.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, granted, while I love bamboo... In different flora and fauna of East Asia, I don't want to see that if I take a visit to Toronto, and with the temperatures rising, in about a century, maybe less, that could happen. You have a point, and I was
1: telling him that there are we as humans have exaggerated, or rather, um, created those stronger cycles mm-hmm. to be more stronger than they than they're supposed to be. And that's the scary thing that people are not realizing. But as I was... I, I'm trying to remember where I got this statistic from. But I do know, without putting numbers or anything of that nature, I think it was in a CNN news article, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. More and more of my generation, and in fact your generation, are believing in global climate change
0: mm-hmm. and
1: not believing in that, oh, global warming doesn't exist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that... that so I'm... I hope that as we go on, I know that in um, Tokyo right now, they're having the G two summit, and I'm actually following that very closely on Twitter. Um, that they're actually going to, need to be discussing that before before Obama's term comes to um, an end as president. Speaking of which, this is inter- this I'm not sure if you got my email before you came on.
2: Uh, no, I, I saw there was something, but I didn't get a chance to look at okay. it.
1: Okay. <laughs> Well, um, let me see. What time? We're at 9.44. At 10, we're going to take a break, but I do want to get into this. Eric, how much money do you think you could spend in a lifetime?
2: Uh, oh, wow. If I followed every possible dream to fruition, had reckless parties... Things that I'm really not supposed to be talking (laughs) about, but... (laughs) Uh, At my absolute worst, maybe two to three million? Okay. How do you feel about...
0: How... No, yeah. Given that...
2: the nature of the Federal Reserve, what its job is, which, I, since we're going into politics, I for one will say is abhorrently stupid. The Federal Reserve is not a real central bank. Let's get that straight. But...
1: It's technically a bank owned by banks. Yes. So... Why is my Photoshop not working?
2: Keep talking. N- Nine trillion... A little less than half of our country's national debt. I uh.
1: Nine trillion dollars. I want to know where those nine trillion dollars go. And you know what it is? It's not the fact. It's it's the fact that the money's missing because that's our money, technically speaking. If we think yes. about it. Yes. Um. What bothers me is that someone who's trying to ask the questions to the person that's in charge of investigating where, number one, where that money is going and where that money is supposed to go, And am mm-hmm. a B-I-T-C-H, don't give an answer!
2: You First of all, remember, this is YouTube. You can say that word. No, I know, so- but I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm emphasizing the frustration
2: okay. of well, me. My- <laughs> well, well, first of all, do you know the whole situation about, this is a drop in the bucket compared to that, the what was it about 2 billion or so that was mysteriously missing from Iraq
0: I
1: did not know that actually why is my pen not working
2: Uh, yeah that's been ongoing for about 5 years and yet no one's even asking any questions about that how it happened where it went or even part of why it was over there in the first place we have some ideas but no one knows. Uh, this is part of the government to where you're really in be prepared because you wanna talk about rants. Don't get me started on one. I'll take twenty minutes if I'm nice.
1: If you're nice. Why? Yeah, is if if I'm
2: nice. <clears throat> it's you're not going to get really any answers simply because Ooh, the government's answer is just going to be print more. We've been running for on a system of nothing but fiat money since Nixon decided to take us off of the gold standard in the late 60s. So, what does that really tell you about the mentality of this country and the fact that we can just go gallivant and print however we want, never mind the fact that if you look at the buying power and in terms of inflation since 1970, it's nearly dectoupled. Or the fact that or the fact that you've had periods of stagnant growth or the fact that you have had with all of this rapid increase of productivity, nothing in terms of increasing in real wages or the fact that no matter what media outlet you have, especially if it's based in the United States, and that's going to be a separate half hour rant, it's going to give you different numbers, or the fact that all of these people who are elected make a whole bunch of money yet half of the House of Representatives have credit that's so much in the toilet, they They couldn't even be accepted for a credit card if their life depended on it. (laughs) Or for the fact that with all of these institutions, you can't trust the banks, you can trust some credit unions, you can't trust credit companies. And yet they created this whole system to where every time you even touch a dollar bill anywhere in the United States of America, you are automatically in debt no matter what you do. And these are the people that we have to rely on to try to fix these things. No wonder $9 went missing. They just didn't care. (laughs) That was amazing.
1: That was amazing. (laughs) I wish there was like an applause and stuff so that we could, we could,
2: uh,
1: I'm trying to fix my pen, by the way, because it's it's not working, which saddens me quite greatly.
2: George Carlin, you brilliant man. May you rest in peace. My God, you were right. Listen to his routine about this country and government and everything. You will be surprised. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, I was I, I'm upset That nobody just wants to answer questions But then again, I mean, this is politics Nobody does answer questions um, Of course not
2: mm-hmm.
1: Where is settings? I need settings I'm, I'm fixing my pen as we're trying to, to Talk about this Because um, my my wonderful pen Isn't working Which saddens
2: me quite Greatly Let's try this. Dollars to donuts was made in China Oh, Dollars. trust me you want to get me interested on things like that? Give me two hours, a little something to nip on, or drink, or smoke, or whatever, and just let me go.
1: <laughs> I may have to use my mouse, and I don't want to use my mouse because my mouse sucks. Am I using this for anything? Where's Yuna? Yuna is with D, so I can actually take that out. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out where my stuff is. <laughs> Anyways, um This so much sucks, man Because I really like my pen And that's my pen And I'm now scared to even do this In mouse form Have you checked out the streams to, to see my progress? Because it's still mm. the
2: Let me see if I can Get any links to it
1: If I can figure this out Where's my Now where's my mouse on top of Oh, there it is?
2: What the hell?
1: What?
2: Um There are some gifs on the internet That you just don't want to see When you know
1: (laughs) I'm very curious But you know what We're going to leave that for after (laughs) Because I'm very scared to ask now (laughs) Um, Which Now that we're talking about uh, Questions not being answered Um I'm loving how many people are slowly but surely waking up and smelling the coffee in regards to Hillary Clinton.
2: Oh, hashtag feel the burn. Hashtag Bernie or bust.
1: Are you voting for Bernie?
2: Yeah, I can't stand Donald Trump. I mean, granted, while Bill was one of the best presidents we had, I learned more and more about the shady things that he Who did is economically. Calling us? What the...
1: I bet you this is who we think it is. <laughs> I bet you ten bucks this is who we think it is.
2: I haven't had good luck with bets lately so I'm gonna decline because we're, odds are you're right.
1: <laughs> Where? Uh, wait a minute. This is gonna be too funny. If this is him, I'm going to smack him with la chancleta.
2: Then make it two. Get double the force. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This would mm-hmm. be too funny.
2: And it's funny because it's like one of those little things. It's like, I'm so glad I took Spanish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, she's a liar. Let's just put it that way. She's a liar. And you know what I think? Because I actually mentioned this in the email. But I think that her running for president, mm-hmm.
0: she's not
1: going to be running jack shit. Let's be that um, honest. Oh, no. It's what? Bill Clinton who's gonna probably pull the strings and do that. And you know what? I think honestly, the only reason that she's been getting so many delegates it's because she has Bill Clinton on her side, who's her husband, and it's obvious. But also that she's she's gonna do stuff and and be in charge of this and that. No, anybody who anybody who's gonna have locojone but para, para go ahead and run the president. It's gonna be Bill Clinton. I'm sorry. That's the only reason why he's having her run, run. Um, oh, having her, this is him again. This is him again.
2: Why, why don't we just h- add him to this call? I okay.
1: am. I am. Good. I am. Because I'm this. gonna,
2: because I'm gonna say this, <laughs> and this is very funny. This was, uh, Bill Burns, I believe. It had a great comedy routine about this, and. Keep in mind, this is pretty much applied across the board. Even JFK, even before JFK. I'll go back to Eisenhower, because in the early 60s, he was the first one to warn us about the growth of the military-industrial complex. So here it is. Imagine you're elected president. Mm -hmm. You're going through your great inauguration. It's inauguration day. It's cold in D.C., You give a great speech. Everybody pops. But before you set foot in the White House, you have two people come gently lead you aside. They say, congratulations, Mr. President. Have a seat. So they sit you in a room, pretty dark, and they pull out this film. It's an old-school projector film, and it's labeled... 11-22-63. 112263. So they set up the film in the projector, and it starts to play. Now in this old black and white screen, you see Dallas. You see the motorcade. You see JFK. But you don't see it from the historical archive perspective. You see it from a perspective that no one else has seen before. Then you see, some, you see the person behind the camera Pull out the rifle Take the shot The rest is history And as chaos reigns The film ends they go, Then the two people that led you into the room They look at you They say Any questions? We've got this You don't Follow our lead This doesn't happen I'd like to think that that's pretty much how it's gone for every president the last 50 years. They're just figureheads. It's big banks, big agra, big farm, big whatever that really run the show. Tell the puppet what to do for eight years. Then they follow the rules enough, they get set for life.
1: That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I do believe I, I believe that as well. I believe that strongly. And I know that the old man is here, so I'm gonna slap him with the chancleta.
2: <laughs> Remember, yes. grab
3: two, one on each side, bam bam. I, I just, have joined, ladies and gentlemen. Your I, lives just got better. No, Thank it, you very much.
1: no, it didn't. It ruined do you Did <laughs> you know what, you, did? You, did I you, know what you Yes, you ruined it! You ruined the head. No full
2: sick <laughs> Monsieur.
1: <laughs> you, you called with the SEU... Because we have two different... Okay, the thing is that Eric called me personally... Because we have Skype. And Skype is really mean. Alright? But we made a group called the SEU and Saki group. And this one... The one with the one that I want to slap with the chancleta with... Okay? <laughs> decided to call. And because I'm on my laptop with Skype open... So that you guys can hear Eric and myself... Talk, we saw you calling, and therefore you blocked my thing. And you know what? I have no doubt that you're the one who destroyed my pen. I
3: didn't destroy anything. You pen. probably
1: did it.
3: No, I did not. Yes, you did. I didn't do anything wrong. You, you, and, your bad, do your you
1: and your bad juju, I swear. You and what? your bad juju. You you got
2: what
3: juju? What are you talking about? Bad I don't money. know.
2: She's presenting a pretty strong argument. I mean, <laughs> I'm connecting the dots. My pen, dots, so.
1: my pen <laughs> right? My pen was working perfectly fine until you touched that button and probably started thinking about the show
3: wrong i was listening to the show and then my family left so i decided i'm going to join my wonderful Uh co-hosts when i I was listening well i was listening when i heard why is my pen not working and then i heard eric rant on and rant and rant i was like you know what i want to join my wonderful co-hosts on the show I don't know. Sounds like a confession to me. He's it is. Story. I, I oh my god! I think it is. I think it is.
1: You, you ruined my pen. You owe me a thirty-dollar pen.
3: Thirty bucks? What are you? What are you doing? Spending thirty bucks on a
2: pen? I didn't spend. Hey, t- hey, First of hey! hey. What we all. spend thirty dollars on is our own business. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: First of all, first of all, mister, first of all, mister, wait, wait,
2: wait. Damn it if you have the money and you're willing to negotiate, what is the problem?
1: First of all, mister, 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 cheap that goes on a date, all right? I what? got this pen with a $700 computer that I had oh worked hard God. for, all right? Which, you this $700 computer that I had worked very hard for with all the paychecks that I earned okay, is what's causing you to have a really good show right now. So you want to talk to me about that $30 pen again?
2: Wait a minute, wait a minute. I have to ask, since you mentioned that, could you not see yourself getting into a moment where you could throw that across the room? Yeah, you oh, like yeah. Dark
3: Souls, always throwing stuff across the Thank
2: room. Thank you! See, you complained about me and throwing my phone after game six. You know with you and Dark Souls and whatever, know damn well
3: you could be even more frustrated and that thing would go flying.
2: Excuse I me. rest my excuse- case.
3: No, no, excuse, <laughs> me. excuse, and I, I, excuse I, me. The best part of the show tonight, guys, I heard Eric's yodeling. I just started dying laughing. <laughs>
1: Excuse me, me, Eric. Excuse me, Eric. You don't understand Dark Souls, okay? I have lost already 10 years of my lifetime that I most likely will never get back, and that's only within three hours of gameplay.
2: I've been following the Panthers since 2003! That's 13 actual years of my life! Don't you understand?
1: Wait, I'm sorry. But Dark Souls 3 has taken... That mu- amount of time, amount of my lifetime already.
2: That amount? Well, I mean, I, it, but it's really taken. How many times, how many close calls to the playoffs, how the frustration from the Roberto Longo Wongo trade to Vancouver, you have any idea what that did to me? It's probably double the time that you've lost on Dark Souls. Hockey fans, back me up on this one. Hm. No. No. No,
3: really. Wow, Eric is on fire tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All I'm saying is, you owe me a thirty-dollar pen, Steven. Yes, you
3: do. Oh no. <laughs>
1: yes, you do. What have I done? You trying? You thinking about the show, and then my thirty-dollar pen gets. You know what? Actually, I'm very curious now. How much does Microsoft Pro Surface Pro Four pen it costs now? So I'm going to look this up. Me okay,
3: so Losaki's so going to look that up, and I want to bring back Game 7, because we didn't bring this you up were, on last week's you show. You're late,
1: bro. You're late, bro. You're late.
3: I know, but I'm late. I know. But things things happened, and I'm, I'm on here now, so... You're still late. There you go.
1: <laughs> oh, wait! And $60 a, pen. What? It's a $60 oh, pen.
3: Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no.
1: Yes.
3: Oh god. Hey, no. I'm willing
2: to negotiate on your behalf here. Just leave <laughs> things to me. <laughs> I anyway. like the idea.
3: I like <laughs> <after that. laughs>
2: okay. Just remember, this is on tape, so it's binding. <laughs> $60.
1: freaking Ben. I lost me $60. Uh, that you owe me AAA batteries. I will do fine
2: with that.
3: Alright, uh, I will send you AAA batteries. I'm perfectly fine with that. Damn it!
2: <clears throat> <laughs> There goes my negotiating power. <laughs> See, you and your Juju is now messing things up for the both of us.
1: See? <laughs> All right, go to game so seven,
3: I, mister. Yes. So after game six, Eric and I made a little bet in our group message. He said the Thunder were going to win at the Oracle in game seven. And I said, there's no way in hell they're winning the, or at the Oracle in game seven. The Warriors are going to win this game. And head back to the NBA Finals. And as you heard tonight, Eric lost the bet. I'm sure that, that Saki told you guys that Eric lost the bet tonight. And his thing was he had to yodel as part maybe of his punishment.
2: Should, maybe there should be a rule that NBA games should be shorter. That way the Thunder could have won and I wouldn't have oh, yeah!
3: <laughs> I was so mad when they were up at like 10. I was like, I'm going to lose this bet. Oh, no. <laughs> I was so mad. And then Saki told me last night about how the Thunder up by 10. Like two minutes left. I was like, what? Then I checked, it was the Warriors were up by 10. I was like, you scared me.
1: Probably deserved it. (laughs) What? Nothing, nothing. Oh
3: my god, she's still on this pen thing.
1: Nothing, nothing.
2: And that was potentially, if I wasn't half asleep, something else would have been thrown across the room that night.
1: (laughs) 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 Nothing. Anyhow. (laughs) So, was that all you wanted to say? Because I want to try this play ad thingy.
3: Yeah, let's try it.
1: Alright, so let's see what happens. Yay! We keep on streaming and it just plays a net. Sweet. I'll probably do another and then we'll play the commercial thingy that I made and I and I made Oh yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. Saki is a very good editor.
1: I didn't send it to you. Very Eric. good. So you'll get. You should be. Eric, to you're gonna, gonna have to listen
3: to this because I don't know what she did, but these commercials are fire.
2: Okay.
3: Like I'm they gonna are. Give them a listen. These cool. commercials are such fire. Thank you to. I want to thank everybody who sent us the commercials. The Ricardo Report, Dylan. Um, crap. The Real Talk Miami crew, Bobby, Alex, Willie. I love Ralph. Alex.
1: Alex is so cool, I, uh, like his I voice. Know. Oh my god! When I, I was I voice. was
3: listening to that, and <laughs> I, I was thinking, was Saki loves Alex's voice. I
1: love Alex's voice. <laughs> but that, like, he, when he's like, "Hello, it's me." No, it's Alex
3: Chankisa, and I'm just like, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we to listen to that when we go to commercial here on the SC the live SC and Saki stream. Also available on SoundCloud and iTunes. After tonight, I hope.
1: hope. Depending on how
3: so- how Saki can um. Don't judge me. You know. Oh, I'm not judging. I'm, ju- I'm just putting it I
1: got you I'm your just... commercials, didn't I? Yes.
3: Yeah. But yeah. now we have to put it on SoundCloud and iTunes, so we have... people like, I can't listen to it now. Can listen to hey, it later. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey, hey! Calm
2: down, kids. Don't make me turn the show around again. <laughs> she she
3: started. It. <laughs>
2: I,
1: oh my god. All right, I'm playing the <laughs> commercial <laughs> and silencing you two while I keep drawing, because that's my only right, sanctuary we'll at this time. Hi, guys. This is Dylan the Kid Goldman, and I am the host of One on One with Clint Starling, which airs every Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Listen in live as we discuss all the latest hot topics in the sports world, only on Real Talk Miami
0: Radio.
2: Hey, everyone. This is Bobby Melendez, and I am one of the hosts of Real Talk Miami Live with Alex Atiachiska. Listen in every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as I outsmart Alex in sports and life knowledge. Only on Real Talk Miami Radio.
4: What's going on out there, sports fans? It's your boy Mike Knox. And indeed, I spell my name with three X's because, like the SCU and Saki show, Girl, I am hardcore. Make sure you follow me on well. Twitter at Mike Knox and make sure you tuned in every single day to the Solon Sports That's on Fox Sports Radio on. 1340 yeah. WHAP Hopewell. Hello. It's me. No, it's not Adele. It's Alex Atiyachiska. I'm half of the dynamic duo of Real Talk Miami Live with Bobby Melendez. I'm the Cuban guy with a Middle Eastern last name. Bobby's a gringo with a Hispanic last name. And we don't really like each other. Listen in every Wednesday from 9 to 11 p.m. Only on Real Talk Miami
3: Radio. This is Tyler Spence, host of Sports Midweek Madness on the ATG Radio Network on blogtalkradio.com. You can catch me and my co-host Brad Miller every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern to break down the latest in sports. We cover it all from the NFL to the NBA to the MLB to the NHL and everything with college sports. You can go ahead and give us a call anytime and ask us any question you want on the air. Once again, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. High school sports
4: and hip-hop, we must be talking about the Ricardo Report at Fox Sports, 1340 AM. We are the official voice of high school sports in the DMV. Every week we have the top interviews, cover the best games, and highlight some of the greatest athletes in the nation. I'm talking about savages. Can't nobody else say that, man. Miss Monet Anderson gives you the dish on everything you need to know. Josh JVE Laurie is our official University of Maryland aficionado, and nobody covers the streets like our main man, D. I'm talking about WCAC insider Darrell Balkknight. As for me, I think they just keep me around because my voice sounds cool. (laughs) Check out our podcast every Thursday at Fox Sports 1340 AM, FoxSports1340AM.com. And of course, follow it all on Twitter at Ricardo Report to hear what you may have missed. Thank you all for being who you are because without you, we would be nothing. The Ricardo Report at Fox Sports 1340 AM. I'm your host, Chad Ricardo. And I approve this message.
2: Our producers want us to uh, to do a commercial. What the hell are you singing, man? What are you singing? <laughs> well, do it. So here we go. You know what happens every Monday, right? No? Oh. Um. Well, if you don't, you better tune in to Final Say every Monday from 10 to 11 with Lexi, myself, Ralph, and Willie on Real Talk Miami Radio. Drop everything else, set your calendar, your daily planner, alarms, and even your life alert if you have one. Tune in. Sweet Jesus. <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> All right, so that's the end of that commercial. I have it on repeat, so. Oh, I like Chichisca's voice. That is an amazing voice right there. It's done. By the way, we can. Speak. All right,
3: we're back here on the live S C Saki stream. I can
2: unmute my mic and have my own thoughts about different voices. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, in my mind, nothing will beat a woman with an Irish accent at. Um.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> Anywho. So thanks to you, Steven, you have made my life more difficult. Uh, you uh, destroyed my pen. So Well, I'm...
3: you're welcome, all right? <laughs> you don't know what you want me to say. I didn't I wasn't in my intention to break your sixty dollar pen.
1: You owe me a six you either owe me AAA batteries or a sixty dollar pen. I'm just right, you, you
2: triple... Let
3: me negotiate. Trust me. <laughs> Alright, Eric. What, what what is your deal? Hmm. What, would, what would you Negotiate
2: here Well The best way I can explain it is You would be Absolved of the debt Completely with the pen I would assume Said debt Possibly with interest Under certain conditions to be (laughs) determined later (laughs) Please don't
0: do it
1: (laughs) Please don't do it. I already so, know what he's gonna ask you, and just don't do it.
3: Just don't do it. Just so, don't do it. So so Saki's so getting Saki's birthday. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, is um wow December thirtieth.
0: I was gonna.
1: I'm say getting her AAA.
3: You... I'm I'm getting her AAA batteries for her birthday.
1: Oh, my God, I'm going to. <laughs>
2: <sighs> See, this is what happens when I don't. Negotiate. You know what? You know what,
1: Eric. Negotiate with him. I don't care anymore. Negotiate with him. Gave <laughs> me AAA I, fires I, I, for my birthday. What's wrong with you?
2: <laughs> I officially hereby request audience at the conclusion of tonight's broadcast. Hashtag Roger the Negotiator. Hashtag big ol'. Hashtag awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is why we need more girls.
3: I, was, uh, I, I I love that we have Eric on with us. It's two against one all the time. I
1: still somehow win. no no, I still somehow, su- no, no, but... somehow win though against
3: you. Oh boy, we're not going there.
1: Oh yes, we are. We're still going we're,
3: there. We're not going there. Not here.
1: No no, I'm Don't do this. I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I my my independent woman wine has beaten you once. <laughs> independent woman wine. <laughs>
0: Anyways, Something oh. tells
2: me that's going to be in a lot of ABC stores <laughs> in the next couple of years, so I better be prepared.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, anyways, my independent woman mind has beaten you once again. So, haha, I won once more. Oh See, not God. to
2: mention, you forget that when I'm around, I make sure everybody wins. <laughs>
1: right, and that's why we have likely... you around,
3: Eric.
2: Exactly. <laughs> this
1: is most likely the best I'm going to do with her. Considering that now I'm just working with a mouse. I'm sorry. I'm no longer going to blame you. I'm not going to blame your problems on you, Steven. I'm sorry.
3: Thank you. (laughs) You're not going to blame my problems on me? (laughs) You almost got me. You almost got me. You almost got me. I saw what you did there. Eric so I, so I thinks she's slick.
1: Yeah, I am slick. I, I, you got it. Like you, you said are, you it. You are, no, no, no,
3: no, no. I, I caught you. You were no, that no. close to getting
1: you, me, though. You caught it after you said it.
2: That was it. like Matt Murray making an unbelievable <laughs> miracle save last night. You were officially Matt Murray. See, I'm Roberto Luongo. That didn't get by me for a second. Not even a chance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anywho, um, so we're going to talk about Hamilton because I was just talking with Eric. Um, He didn't know that Hamilton, the um, (coughs) Lin-Manuel, I forgot his name at this moment, but um, he made In the Heights as well. And Eric was surprised by that. I'm guessing you've seen In the Heights or you know of it?
2: I know of it. So that's why I was slightly surprised. I was just like still damn talented. (laughs)
1: The fact that he mm-hmm. can mix... Okay, so before I get into the aspects of the uh, of the play itself, the fact that this guy can mix hip-hop with just creativity-wise, because, I mean, I guess you really need to have a knack for that with combining especially hip-hop and rap and whatever. Um, this, this guy knows how to bring it all together, and I mean, like, all together. And what I like about what he did with Hamilton is that this guy just read a book, said, all right, I'm going to make this book. Uh, sorry, I'm going to make this book a play. And he brought a... a give, don't get me wrong on the math, Eric, so it'd be, give me a minute. An <laughs> 18th century... I better got it Not in that right. 18th century... piece... Or rather, yes. 18th century-based piece, and bring it to life in the most modern style that is enjoyable and the learning experience. In this play, and for those of you who don't know who Alexander Hamilton is, he is considered one of the founding fathers, and is actually the person who established the first bank of the United States, and was able to get the United States financially out of trouble after the Artic- Articles of Confederation failed. And also pushed for the Constitution. This guy wrote 59 of the 81 Federalist Papers. And for those of you who don't know the Federalist Papers, the Federalist Papers are papers that were published to the public anonymously to promote and advocate for the Constitution that we have today.
2: So. Yeah, and for those of you modern folk... I highly suggest that you read up on not just the federal uh, the federalist papers, what happened in the origins of our country, why Britain was so pissed off, especially because we over here in the colonies were establishing our own currency, and that is in part what led to the war. But uh, for those of you, right before you do that, think of him the next time you see a $10 bill.
1: <laughs> I think I just fixed my pen. I think I just fixed my pen. Good. Keep talking. I'm sorry. I'm figuring No,
2: I, I was done, but if the pen is fixed well, that kind of alters things. Damn it.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hang on. I'm, 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 this is tablet mode, because the touch screen's not working either.
2: Oh, negotiations. Negotiations. Yeah. The oh negotiations are therefore upheld. <laughs> um,
1: display. Um, as it so while I'm fixing this as we go. Um, <clears throat> I really like because one of my favorite songs out of the whole um. Like play, is something that is this one that's called nonstop, and you know what? While I fix this, I'm actually gonna play it. So let me see if I can find it. Nonstop. Actually, yeah, nonstop. And then YouTube. Because it was a really good song. Um, if you're hearing the stream, you'll be able to listen to it. Um, unfortunately for you
2: the
1: Eric, you will not be able to hear to unless you're door. hearing the stream, I which I hope you
2: are. I, I told you how my computer reacts to having Skype and YouTube open and simultaneously. It's like the elements collude and create this massive black hole that wants to turn everything man, off.
4: Gentlemen of the jury, I'm curious, bear with me. Are you aware that we're making history... Oh, and then
1: Hamilton gets, uh, shot fight. by Aaron Burr, which was another good thing, because they also discussed the thing, tension between the two, um, who were once friends, and then reached a tension between them attitude,
2: it was a terrible joke. I was going to put in there, really.
0: Every
4: fighting in the me
3: so Asaki figures out what's going on with her uh, touch screen and her million dollar pen I do want to bring something else up I did not break anything Hey hey, let
2: me negotiate <laughs> things
3: <laughs>
0: Yeah,
3: we want Ericon to be the negotiator He's our negotiator and our producer he does everything for us. Just like Saki does everything with the tech stuff.
4: own plan for a new form of government. convention
0: young man. who the is this?
3: So what is I I'm sorry, I'm sort of like whacked out for like a minute. What is this play Hamilton about? It's not about like Alexander Hamilton, like the man on the twenty dollar bill, is it? Like something totally different. No, it is about Yeah, it is about him and he's on the ten. Jackson's on the twenty. Right. I knew that.
4: Alexander Aaron Burr, (laughs) sir. Well it's the middle of the night. Can we confer, sir? Is this a legal matter? Yes, and it's important to me. What do you need hmm. Burr, you're a better lawyer than me
2: see it's okay, moments like this to why I definitely damn it I just reminded of something like, I have to take care to of defense, tomorrow
1: I'm <laughs> not even reading the calibration
2: oh my uh, God. No no tell crap I left that paperwork in my, in my car the
1: of the <laughs> well looks like I'm just gonna have to finish this by mouse and then I will add the retouching uh tomorrow when I post the sound card stuff so.
4: Somewhere. No, no way. You're making you're a mistake. A night. Hey, what are you waiting for? What do you, you stall for? What? We won the, the war. What war was it all was for? for? Do you support, support this constitution? The constitution? Of course, then defend it. And what if when you're backing the wrong horse? Burr we studied and we fought what? and we killed yeah. for the notion this of what not
2: you get to build. This for this was was one, one of the life,
4: take a stand with it's pride. I don't understand how you stand to the side. I'll keep all my hands close to my chest.
1: It's just too fast for my tongue to catch up.
0: Mm. <laughs> that is not a joke for the
1: internet to enjoy. That is not a, a joke for the internet to enjoy.
2: Damn it, it was right across the plate! Why, no, didn't, I I swing? Swing? <laughs> Why nope. didn't I swing? Why didn't I swing?
1: Nope. You see I caught that faster than SEU caught my slip. There's
2: <laughs> no- <laughs>
0: <laughs> up, my Alexander, Alexander.
2: Jack, don't forget to gonna haunt me tonight.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. The, where you started, the fact that you're alive is a miracle. To stay alive, uh, think we'll be enough. enough. And if your wife could share a fraction of your time, oh, I my know think The thing a the background. So
4: Alexander joins forces with James Madison and John, John Jay to write a series of essays, essays defending the, the New United States Constitution, Constitution titled Federalist
1: papers. papers. The plan, the plan was, was to write, write a total of 25
4: essays mm-hmm. among the three men. <laughs> In the end,
1: mm-hmm. they, wrote they wrote 85 essays. essays. It was 85, my bad.
4: John Jay wrote the writing, writing
1: five. James, James Madison, Madison wrote, 29. 29. wrote 29. And Hamilton wrote the, the other 50 51. Essays.
4: Like, like you're running, running out of time <laughs> Right day and night Like you're running out
0: of time Everything you yeah. like you're running out of time Like you're
1: running out of time Are like you running out of time? How do you write
0: Like tomorrow won't arrive Could you
1: repeat that?
2: I was just saying maybe it was me But when listening to that I was thinking Why is she saying random numbers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Game me too late <laughs> It was a really good play My school did it And they did a wonderful job. So yeah. Since you guys don't see, I might as well share my screen live with for you guys, which I can't, so just look at your, whatchamacallit, your screens.
2: Monitors? Yes, whatever.
1: (laughs) Alright, shit, nope, whoa, okay, nope, not turning the video on, nope,
2: (laughs) nope!
0: (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: no. Um, oh, nope! care to expound as to why? Cause I... That was a pretty vehement no right there. No,
1: nope, because I don't look good, and I don't need people to see me not, not look good.
2: Oh please, if you could only see what I'm rocking right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, so that is Yuna from Final Fantasy X. Oh, that's pretty
0: good. <laughs>
1: from this. Obviously, this was all wow. with the mouse, unfortunately.
2: Well, it might, uh, some might be unfortunate, but let's let the negotiations decide that, shall we? <laughs> negotiations.
1: And this was with watercolor. So, like I said, guys, um, when I come back, wait, let me take this off before it goes. Cancel me you. Yeah, my
2: webcam wasn't blurry, I would have probably made you feel a lot better compared from how you look compared to how I look right now.
1: Anywho. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I doubt it. Um,
2: hey, hey, part of my attire is a towel that I have fashioned into a kilt. Are you really going to try to top that?
1: <clears throat> I could try, but I'm not, I'm not going to get into that.
2: Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did <laughs> I hear challenge accepted? Maybe that's my hearing going wrong.
1: All right, so I will finish up and clean it up myself when I fix my pen. I most likely have to restart my computer. But this girl right here, it was my interpretation right there. Not too bad of an interpretation, I must say. Um, she's a very interesting character because she has... Um, She's considered a summoner, and in her game, this picture was from *The uh, City which was a PSP or PlayStation Portable version of the game. But Yuna appears in the, in the first time for the first time in *Final Fantasy X*, and this was a game that was released, I believe, in um, the late sorry, in like the late two thousands. I may be wrong on, on dates though. But *Final Fantasy X*, and this was the first time that we got to see from Square Enix or Square Enix, however you want to pronounce it, for you grammar Nazis um Yuna and Titus who is another character who is actually the main character um, voice acting in games and this is important because at the time we are seeing the evolution of games going through and becoming more cinematic than pixelated versions and that is an important feature to remember because now you see these games that are so realistic that you sometimes sometimes can't tell what is real and what is not real if, if you're playing VR, which is the Virtual Rally headsets. So Yuna is a summoner who comes from this land called Spira. Now Spira is considered the cycle of doom of doom or death because there's a monster where her father died but banished it before he died. She is in turn, or in line of banishing the monster, but this time she has the help of Titus, who is the son of one of her father's guardians, and Titus goes on the journey with her as her guardian on, on her pilgrimage to go ahead and banish the monster that's called Sin. And in the process, she falls in love with Titus, and tells her own story while trying to deal with becoming a, center, a duty to becoming a duty becoming a summoner and keeping to her duty, at the same time following her own path and making her own destiny or her <laughs> own story. So, yeah. Serious stuff right there. Hmm. And this ga- uh, this was made with watercolor and a $60 pen that's
3: Steven Brooke. Oh my god.
1: You're not going to hear the end of it. Anywho.
3: I will not hear the end of this at all. Nope. <clears throat> nope, nope, nope.
1: So, I'm going to do the best I can and write my kanji symbol for um, this in mouse form. I've, I really hate mouse. It would have been a lot easier if my touch screen was enabled and I could have just done it with my finger. And again, that is not an internet. Choke for the internet to enjoy.
0: <laughs> okay. God damn it! I need to take
2: more batting practice. <laughs> uh, Boy, I'm so quick on the draw, people. But ah. Uh! <laughs> Oh my god, that's that's funny. horrible. No, what's funny was the joke that I had crafted in my head. That was hilarious.
1: Why is my opacity like 60%? No wonder I'm getting such crappy.
2: Alright.
1: Alright, so let's try this again. I'm creating the sign for Sakura, which is my signature for those of you guys who do not know. And I'll have to do for now. Alright, cool. And with that being said, I guess we can just come a close to the live stream here, cause um, I have to figure out my pen and restart my laptop so that it can come out to what you guys want. Thank you again for for thank you again guys for joining us. I hope you guys enjoyed this wonderful hour and a half of live streaming Yuna drawing <laughs> Yuna as well as talking about sports about Game Seven, the Thunder's falling to the Golden State Warriors and the Golden State Warriors moving to the finals and heading against. Or versus against LeBron's uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. On top of that, we are um, building and slowly but surely trying to keep up with an updated schedule, so be sure to keep on top of us. Turn on our notifications for both myself, at Soccer underscore Steph 309, for Steven, or SEU, which is at fanatic 2 and of course our Squiddy, who's our producer, which is Squid sports head. And with that being said, we also have a Patreon account, which is yours truly has made. So you guys want to donate and actually submit requests? There's $5 for one request, $10 for an actual uh, request, two requests, I think it is, Um, and each of you guys that donate will be able to be entered into a raffle and join us on a live stream. On top of that, be sure to tune in to my own weekly live streams with gaming guys, YouTubers like Earth Knight, Justin, Minigame Justin, and all those YouTubering friends. And, of course, stay tuned for my videos because I'm coming out with more of them as we go along. So thank you guys again for joining us. I'm Saki.
3: I'm
2: SCU. And I am the squid who shall never yodel again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: funny as hell. And we I can't to- wait to listen to that.
1: Yeah, and we hope to see you guys again next time. Thanks again for joining us and have a nice day.
3: Check us out. We are on, um, after this episode, we are on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes. We are on Twitter at SCU and Saki. Check us out. So until, until next week we out. Bye, guys.
1: Deuces. Hang on. Nobody talk. Well, I talk, but